Finn's father had told him to go to room S3 in the house. Then he'd pushed Finn out of the infested side, back through the buckling gateway to their own world and safety. Finn's dad had gone to the infested side to rescue Finn's mum, and Finn had gone there to rescue both of them. The last time he saw his dad, he was stepping towards the onrushing legends and the human who led the charge, Hugo's own father, Niall Blacktongue. So once the gateway had closed, trapping his father on the other side, Finn ran straight to room S3 in the long hall. All he found there was a plain box. Inside it was a handwritten note with a simple instruction. Light up the house. So Finn did. He switched on every lamp and light bulb from the library to the bedrooms, from the bathrooms to the storerooms. He replaced spent light bulbs. He filled empty sockets. He lit up rooms he'd spent hours training in, rooms he'd never been in, rooms he'd hardly even noticed. By the time he'd finished, the house must have been visible from the moon. Find the map, his father had also said. So Finn found maps, lots of maps. Two weeks of hard searching later, he hadn't found his father, but he was still finding maps. They were now stacked in piles the length of the long hall, under his ancestors' portraits lining the wall. One mound of maps was overseen by the painting of a meek, almost shameful Nile Blacktongue that Finn could hardly bring himself to look at since losing his father. Pages were heaped up across the circular floor of the high-ceilinged library, scattered about the device in the center of the room that his father had built to desiccate legends, but which Mr. Glad had used to awaken them for the invasion. And at the very spot where Glad had been trapped by a collapsing gateway and scattered into light, there was a small mountain of maps, sorted, discarded, ruled out or held onto for further investigation. Finn sat on one of its slopes. But he wasn't alone. I'm guessing we can ignore the 1956 guide to Norway's best pudding restaurants, he asked Emmy. The Great Scourge of 1886, a map of missing legends, she read from where she stood by a half-ransacked section of the vast shelves that ringed the room. How many legends went missing? And how can there be a map of them if no one knows where they are in the first place? They had spent a fortnight leafing through books of maps, fold-out maps, laminated maps, two braille maps, even a jigsaw map of Ireland that Finn used to play with as a child. That very afternoon, they had put the jigsaw together and become very excited when they discovered the piece for County Tipperary was missing. It must mean something, Emmy had said excitedly, until Finn remembered that he'd almost choked on Tipperary when he was very young and the piece had been thrown away as a safety precaution. He and Emmy continued sifting through the maps in the hope that something might jump out at them. Although given that they were surrounded by the desiccated husks of legends, shrunken and frozen but not at all dead, they quietly hoped that nothing would literally jump out at them. Since his father's disappearance, no alarms had wailed. No gateway had opened. No legends had come through. Instead, it had been all about the maps, with the problem being that even if they found one that looked right, they didn't have a clue what it would lead them to. A weapon? A person? A legend with its mouth wide and teeth sharpened? Maybe it would be a convenient path to the infested side, and they would skip their way along to find Hugo sitting in a room somewhere, grinning at them. With the way things had gone so far, that seemed unlikely. 
We'll know it when we see it, I guess, Emmy said, apparently sensing Finn's despair. I'm sure that at some stage the map we're looking for will just drop out of something like... She looked at the book she was holding. An illustrated atlas of the last stands of slain legend hunters. Okay, mad choice. Finn was flicking robotically through another book. The Happy Rower's Guide to the Inlets of Southern Sweden, 1974 edition, now with added coves. Dad wouldn't have told me about it if he didn't think we could find it, he said, trying to convince himself as much as Emmy. And he told me he knew I wouldn't give up, so I won't. Except, from the book he was holding, a small, red, frayed, hardback notebook dropped to the floor. We've been doing this for weeks now, looking for something we mightn't even recognize.